Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. In this podcast, you'll learn actionable strategies to deal with infertility from Dr. Michael Chapman, or Prof as he's affectionately known. Prof is the co-founder of IVF Australia and is a leading Australian infertility specialist who has helped over 3,000 couples realise their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. That first cry of a baby born after the long journey of IVF remains one of the most beautiful experiences in the world. As an obstetrician and an IVF specialist, I've had the privilege of experiencing this over many thousands of times in my long career, but I still remain moved by each baby's first cry. It signifies the end of a long journey and the beginning of a new life. This is Professor Michael Chapman, co-founder of IVF Australia and host of the IVF Journey podcast. Thanks for tuning in. To access all the previous episodes, head over to my website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. So today let's talk about something that Australia has become renowned for around the world. That's the transfer of only one embryo at a time. For many couples who come to see me, what they want is a family as soon as possible. And so it would seem to many that having twins would not be such a bad idea. And to create twins, we certainly can do that by putting more than one embryo back. Well, why don't we? Well, the basic facts are twin pregnancies are not good pregnancies. For most women they go well but there is a significant number of twin pregnancies in disaster. The data is very clear. The chances of a twin pregnancy resulting in a baby with brain damage is four times that of a single baby. A single baby being born has something in the order of 1 in 1,500 chance of cerebral palsy. If you have a twin, it's 1 in 400. Now, that seems low, but if you're the 1 in 400, you've got a lifetime of pain and caring to provide for that child. The other statistic is that the chances of a baby dying after a twin pregnancy is twice that of a singleton pregnancy. So a singleton pregnancy has a risk of a baby dying of around about six or seven for every thousand babies. With twins, it's closer to 20 per thousand babies. So significantly higher. That doesn't account for the other preterm deliveries that occur because of the twin pregnancy. With long periods of time in neonatal intensive care, with stress, 
both to the parents and obviously the child is not necessarily going to end up in the best condition. So something like 15 years ago in Australia, the doctors who run clinics around Australia got together and made a decision to move as quickly as we could to single embryo transfer. We led the world and we still do. In the last report of the national data set released about three weeks ago, Australia single embryo transfer rate is now close to 85% of all cycles. Our twin rate, because of that, is 4%, the lowest in ART in the world. We're very proud of that because despite only putting one embryo back, the overall pregnancy rates in Australia are as good as anywhere in the world. You can go on the internet, and particularly to the US and in the UK as well, and find higher alleged pregnancy rates. And there's a reason. In the UK, 65% of all transfers are double embryo transfers. In the US, it's as high as 75%. So if you put two embryos back, there's no question you're going to end up with a higher pregnancy rate, but you also end up with an unacceptably high twinning rate with the resultant pathology to the babies involved. It's also a risk to the mother. With twin pregnancy, high blood pressure is much more common in pregnancy, which can be life-threatening. So there's all sorts of reasons why in Australia we stick to single embryo transfers. That decision was made by the doctors and their patients. In some countries around the world where the government recognised the costs involved in these premature babies, and not only to the taxpayer but also to the parents, they actually have legislated that you can't get your Medicare rebates unless you have a single embryo transfer. That's the situation in Belgium, Holland and some of the Scandinavian countries. When you go through IVF and you get a, a number of embryos and you think that it's a good idea to have two put back so you can have twins, most doctors will tell you no. It is very rare these days for us to suggest putting two embryos back. Sometimes in older women over the age of 40, perhaps it's more sensible given that the chances of an individual embryo implanting is very, very low anyway. In Australia, we will never have the Octomum, that woman who nine years ago went to her doctor who subsequently got struck off the medical register for what he did, put 12 embryos back into her and she got nine babies, nine babies that she had to care for. And those nine ended up actually live births was only eight babies. And what those babies did was produce a huge outcry, an outcry so great, as I said, that the doctor got deregistered. Today, she struggles with those eight children. There's question marks over the ability to, to look after them properly. So it's not going to happen in Australia. In fact, even twin pregnancies are relatively uncommon in Australia. There's another salutary story is that even when we put one embryo back, there is a one in a hundred chance that that one single embryo will divide 
and produce identical twins in one in a hundred cases. So you still can end up with twins in a single embryo transfer. The other time we occasionally get twins is when we put a, an embryo back, natural cycle, and a couple have, against our advice, had intercourse and created their own embryo. And I've certainly had that a few times where we've got twin pregnancies uh, when only putting one embryo back. There's also one of our patients at IVF Australia having had two embryos put back, and this is now 10 or 12 years ago, ended up with quads because each of them divided <laughs> into an identical twin, which uh, needless to say was pretty shocking for the parents. And fortunately, all four babies have done well. In this day and age, single embryo transfer is what is perceived internationally to be the goal of all IVF programs. We can say that because our freezing program for that other embryo is now so good that the pregnancy rates with that frozen embryo are identical to a fresh one. And so we can put back one embryo after another and get that low twinning rate that we've talked about already. So... Twins are not good. That's the message I want to get through. And so pushing towards having two embryos put back is not a good idea. Hopefully your doctor will counsel you appropriately if you try and go down that track. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.